Yeah, you trying to get it? You trying to get in here? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, okay, okay. What's up, big dog? Appreciate you inviting me to the stream. Boss night on deck. All right, tell the people who you be, because this is B dog, and this is the Red Eye Report, where we keep our eyes slightly red. Slightly red, full of alcohol. You know how it go. Come know on, how yeah. it go. Driving like you, I stole it. Hey. Since you said, though, this is a good Friday, uh, what, what is you drinking on this good day? Oh, I'm just drinking on a little Corona over here and some little Syrah. Come on, now. I ain't, making too, I ain't making too much noise. I mean, that's a good drink for a Friday. What you talking about? Come yeah, on, that is. Come on now. Uh, that's a well. See, I want to tell them that's a nice laid back drink. Cause see, we like to drink shit that'll get you a good. Get you a good. Blood. What's going on, people? Well, what's going on? Hello, everybody. Home. This is my people. CC. All things entertainment in the building with my homie, boss night. Like hey, Red Eye Report. Let's go. Uh, Cece, we were just talking on this good Friday piece talking about uh, do you think Do I think what? No, I said do you drink? Do I do I drink uh, yeah. in this place I, occasionally, yeah. socially. Okay. Cause we were talking about on this good Friday what we drinking on and what did you say you were drinking on bit all? Come I'm on. drinking on a little Ciroc right here and a little Corona. Ooh, I love Ciroc. <laughs> yeah, you know, ain't doing too much. Just enough to get by tonight. That's enough. You know, here at the Red Eye Report, y'all already know we getting the minds red for y'all. Let's go. And if you're at home, please spark your lighters. Come on. So, so what you think about that that new Ciroc, some of them new Ciroc flavors, then, since you know you like Ciroc a little bit too? Because I like that... Um, that raspberry is good, and then they got another one that's out, and I can't even think of the flavor of it. Um, it's kind of dark. It's a dark flavor. Is that the black cherry? Not the black cherry, but that is good, too. I can't even think what it is. I'm going to have to pull it up on my phone. Look at that. Well, look at there. Well, how many flavors have you tasted every flavor of Ciroc? That, the, that's a question to either one of y'all. Have y'all tasted all the flavors or y'all just stick to the rivers of the strings that y'all used to? I haven't tried all the flavors, but I usually I usually stick to like the same one, like a peach Ciroc with some pineapple juice or coconut with some pineapple or orange juice. Mm. Try to make a little screwdriver, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't tried them all either. I tried a lot of them, but not all of them. Um, let me tell you now, do y'all prefer, because I know these these kids today now, let me just tell y'all something. Do y'all prefer y'all drinks with Chase or y'all like them straight on the rock? Because see, me, myself, I'm a laid back dude. You know, when you're drinking them straight, you're trying to get drunk faster. You see what I'm saying? When you're drinking it on the rocks, you're trying to chill, sip on this drink. Hi, oh. It's that French vanilla. Mm. I like to always have a chaser. I always have a chaser. Yeah, you, you know, gotta have a chaser. Ciroc still sneak up on you. <laughs> yeah, I need a chaser. I just don't want to mix it right on the spot. You know what I'm talking about, big dog? Yeah, I like that. 
Y'all can man up and say that y'all like a chaser. I be with them other. They be drinking dark, no chaser, with their tongue hung out and everything. Hell, Christmas Day, I damn near had a hangover the next day. They got drunk with them dudes. I can't mess with them guys. Yeah, you're going you gonna to want some type of chaser anyway, because that alcohol just on your breath by itself ain't the business. Alright, you go get me a cup, excuse me, and some ice, cause ain't nothing like some ice and everything. So Cece, how's your Friday been treating you? Free. I mean, boss night, how's your Friday been treating you? Come on. Excuse me. <laughs> Everybody's Friday's been good. Mine's been pretty good so far, you know. Um just out there. I just, I just finished watching one of the last episodes of you and it's mind blowing. I love this freaking show. Uh, what's, what's the name of it? You on Netflix. Y-O-U. Oh, okay, you. I'm going to check that out. See what's good with it. It's pretty good show, big dog. Come on now. You uh, you like those type of dramas. Because let me tell y'all, another good one is, uh, uh, if you like dramas like they're on that level of goodness, I got two for you. I would say Ambition is a nice good one about... um. Uh, scandalous black people in Atlanta in high power positions and then you got um, BET show called The Oval which I started lo- looking at that late but I actually will tell you that it's not that bad I thought it was going to be garbage though let me just throw that out there hey can I ask y'all a question though and this is going to be real for y'all since we just talked about these type of shows Tyler Perry can he make a movie or a TV show with a strong black male? He said, uh, "Can he?" Can he? I don't know. I know. I know. I know. For the movie was a Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Okay. The guy that won in the end was the kind, sweet guy. Okay. Ask y'all that because I noticed that Tyler can make a lot of shows for women, of course, dramas, and and my main thing I don't, I guess I don't, I don't believe everybody cheats in the black community, right? And I think a lot of his shows show that aspect a little too much. I like to see a family that's together, you know, both parents, the kids. Yeah, we got issues, but we work it through them. You know what I mean? I don't always want to see the scandalous behavior. Right. Yeah, but, but you, I think that he has to cater a little bit to, like, the white agenda. Yeah, the white agenda and people always assuming, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of people always assume what go on in people's households. Well, let me ask you this and shit. Did you say it like that, boss? What is that? What's the common? Uh, what's the common mis? What is the most common misconception about what people believe goes on in somebody's home? Um, the way that people dress, the stuff they look, uh, the things they listen to, because you can you can hear me all day pull up with my music bumping. I'm I'm rapping. I'm I got my you know I got my dress swinging. And then I get out and I'm so polite. You see what I'm saying? But the way I pulled up makes you think he might be about to be robbed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I like how you said that. Ooh, what you think of that, CC? Come on. 
I think that everybody has this persona of me like I'm a gangster. <clears throat> see what so I'm I saying? Can, I can see what he means because like I'm very outspoken. So I just feel like or or they'll be like, Oh yeah, you remind me of Cardi B, so they automatically stick me in a box with her. Yeah, see, they don't even know you. Ain't even got to know you yet. Then they'll be like, right. Oh my gosh, she's nothing like Cardi B, you know. Right. And then when they get to know me, they're like, Oh well, she's not from the ghetto like we thought. She's not this, she's not that. She actually went to college, you know. Hey, that's a, uh, let me ask y'all a question. What do y'all think about that now, too, with uh, what you just said about how people are so quick to judge a person now? Do you think that has anything to do with social media? Because, you know, for me, people tell me it's harder to make a connection now with social media. But then I'd be like, but that's where, like, in the real world, people don't like to have conversations like that. Be right in front of you, playing on their phone. I don't do mm-hmm. shit like that. Exactly. Well, I mean, I don't even mind if you playing on your phone, as long as I know you can keep up. But the minute that I gotta stop, I gotta that you gotta interrupt me and stop me to figure out what's going on, that's the issue. Because if you can't multitask, why are you trying to do it? You know what I'm saying? Come yeah, on, yeah, no, I went, I went, I went on a fucking date, and the guy was on his fucking phone the whole time. That shit turned me off so bad. Like I didn't even want. It. Yeah, yeah, like put your put your phone up. You got one job. And if you can't put a pause, because this is what I want to tell the people that can't put their phone down. Listen, dog. Listen, homegirl. Y'all not that damn important that y'all can't give exactly. the people in front of y'all 20 to 30 minutes of your attention. Exactly. I'm not even an hour. Give me an hour. Come on. An hour out of 24? Come on. Mm. Yeah, because if you can't give me one to four hours within that date and you got to be on your phone the whole time, that's a problem. I'm sorry. And then they, I mean, they be so zoned out, y'all. I mean, to the point that they forgot you were sitting across from them and shit. They just lost on their timeline. And I've seen laughing people... at their damn phone. Like, what the fuck are you laughing at? You should be laughing with me. Thank you. Or put me in on the joke. Is it a funny picture? Can I see? Right. Now let me ask you again, since we're talking about this etiquette. Phone etiquette. So I give you my phone and show you something on social media. Am I allowed to scroll through your timeline or am I supposed to play freeze right there? Oh, you see one thing, you're supposed to pass it back. Okay, 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 no doubt. I was only showing you that one thing. Other than that, you didn't even have access. Oh, okay. So I mean, that, either either way, I don't care because I don't have anything to hide. I'm very transparent. Yeah, but, but it's just yeah, the, it's just I'm that respect, you, though. If I'm showing you one thing, then you I would assume that you hand me the phone right back, and I start going through all my phones. Yeah, that's just that respect. You invite somebody in your house, they ask you the bathroom. They're not in your bedroom. Right. There you go. Exactly. All down the hallway. What you doing? Come yeah. on. Let that's me ask a- you guys a question now. Now, how long? date a girl before you post her on social media oh man i think i think it should be talked about before it's done because a lot of stuff and a lot of people got to be addressed on how they gonna react just remembering how people be single so i think it should be addressed before it's posted so that way both parties can let everybody know that they got that they you know that they dealing with what's going on before it's just posted and all these crazy comments come out because 
That's interesting. Yeah, a lot of people be having a lot of stuff going on, and then some people don't got nothing going on. So you know, you think you're free to post some shit, and then you get the backlash of what somebody else got going on, and you ain't even know they got so that going on. So you're saying that it's a risk for a guy to, to post a woman. I I just wanted to clarify that for confirming that. Well, no, I think it's a risk for both parties. I think it's a risk for both Not parties. Really. If y'all know, if both of y'all been single and y'all been dating. Some people think when you dating that you ain't actually dating to find who you're supposed to be with and that you're dating. Um, what's that word they always use? Um, exclusively. Exclusively, yes. So that part got to be acknowledged. Like, are we exclusive or are we not? Because some people be thinking that right. we exclusive okay, and ain't exclusive. I think, I think guys don't know how to how to say when they're exclusive or not. And that's, like, I, I tell a nigga straight up, I be like, yeah, I'm talking to you and three other niggas. So you see what I'm saying? And then dudes don't be I, doing I, that, I, and they should look, be. I don't need to. I don't need to worry about posting nobody because I tell them, hey, listen, this is who I'm talking to. You guy number two, and that's what it is. That's right. If I don't have anybody. If I don't have anybody else, but there's niggas under under my fucking photos, leaving hearts and all kinds of shit. Hey, that's on them. Hey, that's yeah. real. That's real shit though. No, but a lot of people don't address that kind of stuff, and they just. You know, take it for what it is, you know. I don't need to address it. If I'm saying you my man and you're the trophy and I'm posting you up, understand, this is what I'm saying about women. With okay. Women, when, we, when we get ready and we get dressed, we're not doing it for men. We're doing it to compete with other women because that puts us in a social rank, right? That's right. When we walk into a room, we know how to separate ourselves from the other woman. I'd be like, yeah, I know, I know I'm fly and I got the best threads. So I know in this room, I'm the best looking one out of all these women. So I'm high ranked. Now, when I go ahead and I post my man on social media, I'm posting you because you're a trophy. And That's I'm right. That's right. So in my mind, if a man can't do that, he's either hiding something or he doesn't feel like I'm the trophy. Okay, can I say can I say two things on that though? See, it goes back to are we exclusive or are we casually dating? And are we t- are we at a point in our relationship that we put labels on shit? Because you know these these millennial people, the they, the labels that we put on things in the nineties, they don't put the labels like they could be look, in the nineties you didn't have casual sex like that. In the twenties, that's socially acceptable. I, I agree with you on the I agree with you on the trophy shit because that's what I be thinking when you that tight with somebody and you go to posting shit if you know damn well that I've been posting you and we just that exclusive it shouldn't be no issues you know what I'm saying yeah so I, I do agree with you right there there's no but, question there's no addressing yeah. nothing no they ain't no addressing nothing if the guy is saying you're, you're my girl, you're my woman, you're my this, you're my that. That's, that's so right. Now, now, three months later, two months down the line, why are you now worried about posting me or posting us or people knowing about it? Yeah. Why are you worried about it now? You should have well, told yeah, me I guess that goes back to, did you change your status to the in Because I know people that be in relationships that still got their status on social media as single. Is that okay? Or it's compli- okay. Or, or it's complicated. What the hell is complicated? That's all I, I, I don't know. What that is. <laughs> so, see, for example, there's this guy. There's this guy that I know. Okay, I'm not gonna say the guy's name. No, nah, don't say no names. Don't say no names. Don't say no names. Yeah, I have him on my Instagram, and on his page he put single. But I'm like, I know for a fact he's dating somebody. But to the world, he puts it out there like he's single. I'm like, wow. So that just shows me, like, how this generation is. Like, honestly, I've given up hope to this generation. I feel like there's a a small window of opportunity for women that aren't committed to become committed. And there's a lot of sleaze bags out here. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's both. It go both ways. I'm telling you, I know a lot of womenizers. This, you know, they done they done been done dirty so many times, and now they got twenty exactly. niggas. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, I mean, I could, I could, I feel like the problem with this generation is that they don't take time out to heal, and that's yeah, what exactly. I, I took time off. And see, I even had I even had somebody that I really wanted to be with, and he asked me, "Do you want to be in a relationship?" And I was like, "I can't answer that right now. Why? Because I'm healing. I need to heal from the hurt first before I decide if I want to be with you or not, or be in another relationship." That's right. That's right. Come on, now you got to go back. You got to get back to loving yourself. That's what I was talking about exactly. yesterday. You got to get you got to get back to loving yourself and being that person in the club that's just having a, a ton of fun and everybody like, why is she so happy? Just because you're happy with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you a question. Do you feel like, let's say for example, if I had a man, do you feel like he needs to validate me on social media? No, I don't. I don't feel like social media is no type of validation, but you know, some, some, some people do. Yeah, some people do, but I don't. Like, I only go on social media to check my messages. And if ain't nobody left me no messages, and I log, I'm logging right back out. So the, the the point of seeing that 150 people like that photo, I'm going to miss it until three, four months later. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this question right here. Do you look at social media as a dating site, PC? Um, can I ask you that? Hell no. That's, That's what I was about to say. Nah, it's exactly what it is, social media. To be honest, my social media, I look at it as a resume and as a biography, kind of like a way for you to get to know me in a way. I like how you said that because I feel like it immortalizes you. You know what I'm talking about. This shit is going to live when you're not Come on. Right, because I have one of my friends that passed away and I look back and I see everything and I'm like, wow. And the only thing you can really go off is the photos. A lot of people try right. to go off posts, but you can't go off a post unless unless that person was a heart spoke person. You know what I'm saying? You got to know the person. Hey, uh, and then let me ask y'all this other question. So we talk about social media. What about with so when people are putting posts up on social media about like they're talking about their relationship in third party and shit like that, and you got other people seeing the post, and now they running back to the other person like, look like your people doing shit behind your back, but. I can't really say it. It ain't really for me to speak what on. But what third person? What do you mean? Well, only thing I can say is that it's a social media again. So it's more of like a um, like a bio where you put your thoughts out if that's what type of person you is, and you're gonna get feedback. So you're not necessarily looking for feedback from your significant other because you didn't post it or you didn't bring it up to their attention. You're asking other people for their insights. So right. you know what I'm saying. So when you start, when people start lagging onto their girls' pages and they feel some type of way about what she's saying and stuff like that, she never brought it to your attention because it, it, it necessarily don't affect y'all relationship. But they see more insight oh, okay. from other people. You know, she ain't got nobody to talk to, but 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 her social media page. So that's who she talking to. You see what I'm saying? Okay, this is to uh, you, uh, boss night, uh, CC. Uh, do y'all believe in giving up y'all passcodes of social media to your significant other? If they want it, I give it to them. I'm about to say you can. I'm about to say I'm just like you, big dog. You know, uh, my shit got created like that, so you know, and it's still the same passwords. I mean, most of us can go in it from years ago if they want. I don't change shit until the to the uh, until the operating system made me change. You know, when they say you got to change your passcode and update your passcode, but like she just said, ain't nothing to hide. I don't. I don't see why you can't. You know, I feel like it should. Well, it's I'm just like some other I'm shit. Tell you like this: if your feelings get hurt, don't blame that shit on me. Yeah, yeah, that part too. You know, 
Well, see, here's my thing. I'm, I'm attractive, so guys are not to write me no matter what. I don't go looking at my people's um social media like that. Like, and they don't go looking at mine. Like, I feel like something is your own entity. That's like when people get in relationships, they think that like we can't have no more. I ain't saying secrets. Your space. We, your space. There we go. We exactly. Yeah, everybody still need their space. How should I at least be able to look at your shit at least once or twice? You know, not all the time. I'm not gonna be all the time looking for it, but if I say, let me see it, like, let me see it. Like, what's I got no problem it? that you see it. If you ask me on that ground, but just like, just that for you to have my passcode to go into it like that, now nah, I'm not gonna give you that. Cause, it, Cause I ain't got nothing to hide and you should trust me well enough to know that I ain't got nothing to hide on social media, you know? But I know a lot of people that play those games on social media and they make it bad for people that's trying to do things in the right way. Let me put it that way. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's all on who you're I dealing didn't, with. I didn't, I, didn't give, I didn't even give my ex my password. He just went through my friends and started saying shit to friends on my list. And he destroyed shit for me long term. Yeah, see, see, some people just go looking for shit. Passwords. See, yeah, some people go looking really for shit. Fuck you over, they fuck you over. Period. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What? Go talk to your old friends like they trying to talk to you. Job and everything. He went to my job. He didn't need my social media. So yeah, that's what I'm about to say. That's what I'm about to say. If somebody really want to be nosy, they're gonna go behind that and be real, real disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not even being nosy. It's about being disrespectful. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, being disrespectful. Yep. Making sure, making sure that nobody gets to you because there's some people that are, they're, they're that controlling. And what I like yeah, to say is, if you, if you play, if you playing your part, you ain't even got to check on nobody. Thank exactly. you. Bro. you doing, Thank if you, you doing bro. what the fuck you're supposed to be Thank doing, you. you ain't got nothing to worry about. And if you, got, if you got too much damn free time on your own hands, if you got enough time to check behind what your significant other's doing, and they gave you no reason to have to check up behind them, well, not even not even too much free time, just too much. Um, you know, you're not you're not confident with yourself. Time, you know what I'm saying? And if you ain't confident with yourself and your peoples, you need to move on because you ain't gonna never be happy, and you're gonna you're gonna make the other person unhappy in a relationship. You know, it's not even it's not even that. Me, the only time I'm gonna ask you to check your shit is when you start acting funny. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Okay, not to be not to be funny, no homo. Can't touch your balls. Can't touch you. Can't get a hug. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. No, I'm just throwing it all out there. You know, a lot of funny shit going on. You don't come home. You don't answer the phone when you're out with your people. A couple of examples. Little, little, it's, it's little itty bitty things like that. It's like, oh, you used to always hit me up when you were out, and now all of a sudden you don't do any of that. Oh, it's just a change in pattern. If you're changing your behavior and you're changing your pattern, then I'm gonna realize that. And then if you want to play the game, guess what? I'm gonna play the game with you too. Until I get tired of you and say, listen, I'm going to have to walk away from this, you know? I'm going to ask you to see your phone, but if I see that you're acting funny and you're getting scared of me, you know, looking at your phone, then I know what time it is. Yeah, see, I, I look at a change in behavior, like you said, and, and patterns and shit, and got to. I, I, st- I still go back to doing what I'm supposed to be doing, because if we ain't doing what we're supposed to be right. doing... Eventually, the other person is gonna catch up them because they're supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Look, they're supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing, but they ain't. You know what I'm talking about? So it's gonna catch up with you. You can't, you can't be Mister Do Too Much or Miss Do Too Much. You can't be lying to motherfuckers talking about you at work. They're gonna be trying to figure out where the extra money at then. And you out playing? You know what I'm saying? Nah, dog. 
your, your gas tank your gas tank got to be filled up quadruple times where you normally ain't got to be filled up for twice a month you know you ain't been go taking your mama and your sister and them nowhere no but a lot of that a lot of that's coming on you know a lot of your time missing you know it could be a lot of various things but that shit still won't force me to check nobody's social media account or they cell phone or they you know talk about hey, let me ask you. I don't want to check I ain't gonna check your car GPS I don't care about none of that shit you're supposed to be doing what you're supposed to be doing I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing so all that other shit is a distraction I don't feel like it, I don't feel like it's deserving enough for me to be distracted away from what I'm supposed to be doing I just ain't got time to invest in shit checking people's GPS. And what I was gonna ask, yeah. now that she's in, she's you're single, right? Yes, I'm single. Is it? How would you compare dating now to to the '90s? Like, how how do you how do you compare? Is it hard to connect with people, or what do you think? Um, me personally, I never I never dated in the '90s. Okay. Um, I was too I was too young. But it's def- it was definitely easier to connect with people back then. That's how me and uh, the father of my kids connected. We connected off basketball. That was the one thing we had in common. We used to meet up okay. every week and play basketball. And, Come on. Uh, and then uh, before like the social media really hit, we, we were into video games and stuff. And that was our way to connect. Now, then, once we got social media, I noticed like everything changed when social media came into the play. That's what I'm so saying right totally there. See what I'm saying? Social media ain't supposed to change nothing, but it did. Women are so, other women are so disposable, you know, like, I would say, like, me, I would be disposable in this generation because there's so many other women, you know, online. And it doesn't matter how much you give people sometimes, like, it's it's all about the visual. A lot of men are visual, you know? And but see, my problem is, with I like to it out when I'm at home, straight up. Um, I like to bum it out. Women to me are don't have the chivalry and don't understand chivalry like they did back in the day. Like holding the door, they don't know how to tell you thank you and everything and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You just being a gentleman, and women to me don't accept that. But they love for a mother to talk ratchet. <laughs> Uh, I need a, that's a that's a standard for me you have to open the door I let any guy know when we go on a date like you have to open and close my door you have to man you shouldn't should have to tell that that should just be in their mindset like I do that no, that's, that's the thing in this generation a lot of men don't do that don't. I was about to say live a whole lot of people don't do that big dog a whole and, lot of people I still, I still do it to this day too one guy told me he doesn't do it because this chick caught an attitude with him told him oh you're thirsty so he stopped doing it oh dang i've been told that i've been i've been i've not been exactly told it those words but i had that look like i was thirsty like i was trying to hold the door to get my way in to spark a conversation no i was taught that you open the door for a woman you take the trash for a woman these are just simple things let me tell you something people be acting funny you know about the way they brought up and the stuff that they believe and that's what i was saying before too you got to know who you with and you know you got to get to know your person to make sure y'all gonna be happy because at the end of the day it's all about everybody being happy themselves so if a motherfucker ain't happy themselves and they in a relationship they gonna do everything they can to bring everybody down because they feel like everybody's supposed to be catering to them and that ain't what it is you know what i'm saying Uh, can you elaborate on the catering 
I mean, catering the way they want them catered. Like like she just said, like somebody trying to do something nice for you, but you got your nose up about it. Thank you know you. what I'm saying? Come on. Yeah. And I just and you know anything anything I get, I got to work hard for, it, and I want everybody around me to also work hard for what they got and and have a lot of shit and you know and be proud of the stuff they got and the goals that they got. But if you ain't got no goals and ambitions. Um, a lot of people that got goals and ambitions shouldn't be with people that don't have any because they ain't gonna bring them down. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. You know what I'm saying? You, this you is how I also feel. I feel like I feel like a woman should be able to accept a man no matter what. I agree. I agree. That's right. This is what this is what I talk about in my podcast with my co-host. This is a transactional society. A Ooh, lot of people think freak. that they think that oh, because he got a nice car or I got a nice car, we come together. We're both middle class, so we're gonna be upper middle class and be rich. No, that's not what it's about. No, about that is not what it's love. about. Like it's, it's about love. Yes, I've seen so. Yes. I've seen so many guys that like that stopped talking to me and they went on to the next girl because of the whole transactional thing and now they're stuck with these bitches they're not even happy with them you know you see what I'm saying you see what I'm saying they're stuck with them for real for real and it's not worth the headache now they crying to me in my DMs and I'm like go on about your business because you're the one who left you should have chose love you should have had integrity you know but you wanted to choose finances that's right. Come on now. And a real and a and a real man gonna worry about finances right. anyway. Right. So if you're gonna build your other person up, I mean you might as well build a person up that you love. That's what I'm talking well, about. See, I go back to now, me, that I, realize, I now that they realize that I'm pursuing fighting and shit, now they wanna come around because they figured out I'm the fucking star. I'm I'm their ultimate wish fulfillment. Oh well. Bye. Oh well. Cause I I'm from a That's right. Method Man said it best. We gotta walk these dogs and represent who? And you gotta be with somebody that's willing to walk these dogs with you. And when I say walk these dogs, I'm talking about through the good times, through the bad times. We got no money. We got a lot of money. We got bills kicking our ass. We got no bills. That way, we got no car. We got a car. You need somebody that's willing to walk through that shit with you. Cause that's a hell of a walk through. Right, right. And that's what I said. And that's what I was saying before. Everybody make mistakes. Everybody don't deserve a second chance. Yep. But in some circumstances, you still got to look at the person and see and re- remember, is it worth fighting for? So if you got a motherfucker that you know will walk them dogs with you over one little mistake, you're supposed to be like, I ain't going no goddamn well. Yep. But in the same in the same instance, you got to know that the person that you fighting for would do the same thing in they, in they shoes. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I got to know that. If, if I like I- yeah, if I make if it's like Fifty Cent love said uh, in the song, he's like, uh, you know, if you find out that he did something wrong, would you believe me or up and leave me? How deep was I wrong? That's what it takes for you to be gone, right? I gotta right. know that I forgave you. Now, if the shoe was on the other foot, right? Are you willing to right. forgive me? And that's and a right. Lot of people Come on. That oh, your significant other makes a mistake or two mistakes. It's time to let them go. No, you gotta sit there and you gotta work through it. That's why it's called for better or for worse. Because love is not a feeling. Love is a commitment. That's right. It's a commitment to love somebody even when they're not lovable, when they're at their worst. 
That's right. Come on. That's, That's real shit. And you have to be, if you tell somebody you love somebody, that ain't just some words I could easily tell a person. If I tell any of my exactly. friends, family, relationship wise, if I tell you I love you, that means I love you for life. That ain't something that you made me mad and now I don't love you no more. I, if, if I told you I loved you, I love you. It's, 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 it's that. That's right. I'm not yeah, you know, bro, that my love is like that. My love is nonstop. For the people I know that will, will, will die for me, I would die for all of y'all. You know why? Because there ain't but so many people I'm going to die for, so you got to die for the people you love for. It's like I talk about this money. You can make all the money in the world, but you ain't going to die with it. Exactly. A lot of times you try to leave it to your kids, they're they going to they gonna blow it in one day. <laughs> they're going to blow it in one day. You need to let them work for their money and make their way the same way you made your way. You can leave them a little money if you got a whole lot, but Majority of your money while you're here, you need to spend that shit. You know what I'm saying? Take it in the hallway. Money in the grave. <laughs> you feel me? You're going to teach them kids right and wrong. They're going to grow up and have successful lives. They're going to make their own money. They don't need your money to, to make who they are. Right. And I think that's one thing about my parents that I love. People people are like, oh, why aren't your parents helping you? Why aren't they doing this? Because my parents are very wealthy. They're very fucking wealthy. But they didn't want you to always depend on the backbone either. Know. You know what I'm talking about? They me, yeah. They, told me. they said, leave California because I was living in California at the time, and I was I stayed for I stayed for love first of all, and and for MMA and to finish school. They told me you come to you come to Florida, we're gonna buy you a house and get you a brand new Mercedes AMG. I turned all that down and I said, no, I'm gonna do this on my own. Thank you, but I'm gonna do this one on my own. Yeah, until you appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? You remember the struggle of of going through there eating fucking Roman noodles for three months. You know what I'm saying? No, I didn't slept in a car. When I was pregnant with my son, I slept in a car for a hot minute. Cause I oh, I I know the tribulations y'all y'all single women go through. I, I, I was a single dad. See, I, I I brought my baby home from the I hospital. Trying, you know what I'm saying? Escape out of a relationship, and I moved, and I was pregnant with my son, and I was sleeping in the car. It was freezing, by the way, and I was smelling gas for I don't know how long. So, trust me, I've lost everything. I've been like like on the street pretty much. And then I gained everything. So if I lose everything tomorrow, I ain't fucking worried about it. Because I know I'm going to get it back. And I don't have to beg my parents. Because I don't want them to worry. They're already getting old, right? So I try to... That's right. That's right. Do my own thing. They, They see that I'm successful with the fighting. They support me with it. And I appreciate that. I had a- my parents always supported me, even even when I was doing music back in the day. Like I remember one time they came to they came to one of my showcases. Universal Records was there for one of my showcases. My parents have always been supportive of my dreams, you know. And they could they could have easily been like, "Oh, here's the money here, do this, do that." But they taught me that I need to work hard. That's right. You need to work hard for whatever you want, because even if it's handed to you, don't mean you're gonna respect it. Exactly. I'm sorry. That does not what it. That's not what and it let me means. Too, I also want to say, I, I I feel two things when we talk about parents. I feel that if your parents beat your ass, you're a well-adjusted individual. If your parents put you on a lot of punishments and timeouts, you're not as well-adjusted as someone that caught ass you, because you know the do's and the don'ts. 
versus they still hard-headed. And I see that all the time. To the kids that got ass whoopers, we turned out well, well, well adjusted. And the kids that didn't get those whoopers, man, they some bad mofos. Amen to that. Amen to that. I got, I know I got ass whoopers. I got ass whoopers for no reason. I would come home sometimes, me and my sister, we would get an ass whoopers for no reason. Girl, I've been on that. Look, have you ever got an ass whooping? You be playing in somebody else's house. They get in trouble, and just because you there, you get an ass whooping with them, but you had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Sound like my friend's mom. Oh, hey, look, God. man. Boy, now we had a whole lot of years like that where I had to let motherfuckers know now. You're coming to stay with me now. We're going to pull the shit that I pull all the time. You don't have to pull it, but when we pull it, just know the circumstances of when I pull it, what's going to go down. So if you see me run, you better run. Parents that want their kids around, like my kids, when they had play dates when they were younger, I would tell the parents straight up, like, your kid is bad as fuck. Your kid is going to get a fucking ass open for me. I don't give a fuck if you like it or not. And if you don't like it, get your child out of my fucking house. Because you ain't going to have your child like a menace around mine. Because then they're going to influence mine. Thank you. Fuck that. Uh, Tear the ride and spoil the child. Let me see. Damn right. That's real. Look, man. I'm, I'm still from where a community takes a village to raise a child. A community. And I'm still that one. You bring your kids around me and they bad. I'm sorry. I'm known to be kids that ain't mine. I, I'm not going to beat them bad, but I'm going to chastise them because we need... Look, I can't watch him just... Look, he fucking around in my house, touching shit he shouldn't touch. You looking at him touching, ain't saying shit. You not going to say something. He got one more time to do it, and I'm going to say something. I'm going to override you. Yep. That's right. <laughs> I don't even like I can't I can't watch like even my own like little siblings straight up I give an ass but I don't give a fuck they, people get mad at me like oh you're too harsh and you're too this and you're too that but guess what guess who they behave with they behave with me I love badass kids because I know what to do with them right right and in the end this is my whole thing I don't I don't hit my daughter all the time because I don't need to thank you well behaved Nine months, she tried to climb out of her fucking. She tried to climb out of her crib, and she did something else. And I spanked her. I never had to spank her again, besides one other time in California. And then when I hit her, I said, "Do you do you understand?" I sat her down and I talked to her, and I talked to her brother, and I was like, "Do you understand why I hit you?" Because I don't want them to grow up like Jackson Five, where they're thinking they're just getting ass whooped for the hell of it. What they want? I want them to understand why I hit them. Well, this is what I was going to say. I got ass whoopers all the way till I was 12. Then after 12, I started just getting conversations. I didn't get ass whoopers anymore after that. And I'll tell you, those conversations still shape me to this day as a man. They still shape me. Those conversations, they meant just as much as the ass whoopers. Because they talked to me realistic and they told me about certain shit. And I was able to make sound decisions based off of what they said. I have a lot of grown conversations with my daughter even though she's 11 but she's very wise and I feel like this is what I told my mom because she tried to send me a list of how to how to raise a smart child and I'm like the main thing they forgot is treat your child with respect and talk to them with respect and treat them as if they're on your level come on none of that goo goo gaga shit none of that 
like, like for example, uh, boss name. Um, your your son, what he nineteen now? Ain't he? Nah, he be eighteen February first. Come on, come on. I, I, and, and let me just say, and like you said, uh, I watched you with him day one and shit. And wow. how, how do you feel you did as a parent? Come on, being single. Shit, I feel like I did good. Shit, I had I dropped out of school, brought the nigga home from the hospital, raised him. He good. He about to be grown. He ain't dead. <laughs> yeah, and, you know. And he what I'm graduated. Saying? Well, he about that's to graduate. That's, that's so beautiful. you know. That's so African American community. That's so beautiful. Yeah. So you know, I ain't gonna lie. My son got them. You know, he just like his daddy. And you know, he started pulling a bunch of bullshit. I sent him <laughs> off to military camp. It was the best thing for him. He down there, he down there doing what he's supposed to do. He about to graduate. And when he finished that, he gonna enlist and keep going. That's beautiful. What branch is he gonna enlist in? I'm trying to send him to the to the military. That's what he need to do. He need to go to the Marines. What made what made what made you think about what made you think about sending him to the to the um to the to the program? Like was that like you Oh, it was it was too it was it, that was my only choice. So you know he was out here to do what he's supposed to do, and like I said, he want to be like his daddy, and he we won't raise like his daddy. You know what I'm saying? He been spoiled his whole life, so it, it, he ain't ready for this, these streets out here. So he got in trouble a whole lot, and I said either he gonna be dead or he gonna have to answer to these white folks. <laughs> if he gonna have to answer to these white folks, he might as well be in military right. camp. But look, bitch, uh, I gotta tell you, what you just said was a beautiful thing, cause I, I ain't saying it to him like this or nothing, like right this right here. But see, you running with them niggas that were raised tar. You didn't have, you won't raise tar. This not not saying you saw. I'm not saying you saw. You're kicking niggas ass. Somebody touch you wrong. I'm not saying that part. But what I'm saying is, you didn't have those struggles that they had. You know what I'm saying? You had your parents there. You know what I mean? Well, see, what, even the thing about his friends. They 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 not built like that either. They been spoiled <laughs> their whole life, but their parents ain't paying them no fucking mind, and they just running around. And that's they got two options: they are gonna be dead, or they got to answer these white folks. You know what I'm saying? You gonna answer to them white people? You gonna answer? Come mm-hmm. on. You remember we, we, we were just talking about them early two thousand kids? You know what I'm saying? It ain't the nineties babies. It's the early two thousand yeah. kids, and and so and so on. Everything in two thousands, they they've been spoiled. Everybody's been spoiled. So. Yeah. You know, the kids, the same kids that I was growing up with, that I was like, yo, these motherfuckers don't know nothing about the world. And I was watching them walk around high schools, the the hallways and shit. And I was like, yo, these motherfuckers don't know nothing about the world. Like, I'm glad that their parents got them set up to graduate and go on about their business. Because if they ever got into a situation in the real world, don't none of them kids know nothing to do. And I was like, I feel bad for everybody coming. And, you know, I had, like I said, I had a son on the way. And I'm like, damn, he part of the damn generation I'm talking about. You know? You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I had to drop out of school. I brought a nigga home from the hospital with me. And I was like, that's what I had to do. But as you see, you know, you seen the struggle. I, I had to make sure I had to get that nigga ready to go to fucking preschool and elementary before I could go back to school myself. And, you know, as soon as I got him in there, I went back to school, did everything I need to do. And I'm still chasing these certifications. Well, let me and, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you know, that's commendable. As we said, and I, for the people at home, you got to hear what this man is saying. This is a black man that took on the responsibility of his child. And may we ask why the mama didn't do, or is that, you know, how, you know, cause to the people only give them just an enlightenment because they act like males can't step up to the plate. And we proudly commend you here at the Red Eye Report for being able to do it. 
that. Well, you know, well, you know, he he, he was a, he was my son was an accident. She wasn't ready for no child, and I, when I say it, I mean she wasn't ready for a child mentally. You know, she was still spoiled by her parents and. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't ready for she wasn't ready for what we had going on. You know what I'm saying? I, I had that. so I had a podcast the other day with uh, one of my co-hosts, and he's white. He wants to be a rapper. He likes black women. He likes black culture. But his thing is, black men always step out. They just want to hit it and quit it. That's well, what you gotta, told me. First of all, you got to bring the red eye report just so that we can, so we can give him a different perspective because that is not the case in the black. Woman. No, what, what what they feel to re- what they feel to realize is that a, a strong black woman is gonna be a strong black woman. A lot of a lot of black men don't know how to take that lip, and that's what I was talking about before, where I give people the heads up of what they coming into when they come into my surrounding, the, the people they gonna come around and how they gonna speak, and even if they got a frown on their face and they talking to you, they like you. You know what I'm saying? And then I also want to add but, in there too, y'all, that from my experience, and this is my experience through my youth and as a man to this day, you can't have a baby with somebody that y'all didn't talk about having kids with and think you're gonna be with them. Now, sometimes you can. No, be- but we were, but no, but I think we're talking more of the walk out on the kids no, part, no, not no. the mama what part. I'm talking about is he wants to be a part of black culture, white male, right? In America. Right. He wants to be a part of black culture. Wants to be a rapper. Loves black women. But he doesn't believe that black males can step up and be fathers. That's he wrong. You shouldn't think. He shouldn't think that. I know some white men that ain't good fathers. What are they talking about? <laughs> That's what I'm saying because, you know, but I'm just saying with black women, you know, a lot of males be, you know, tired of hearing the lip or they got to okay. fight with their women because they can't take with the, the shit coming out of their yep. mouth and, you know, the, 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 the slightest get out of my house and they gone and they starting a whole nother family and taking care of other people's kids along with kids that they're producing. That's what happened. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like what happened between me and my ex. And I done done been through the mud with him. Like, we went through some tough times. Like, I met him when he didn't have anything. And we worked our our way up. He went to, he got to the point to where he bought his own house now. You know what I'm saying? He got a whole, he got a whole ass house and now he got another woman. You see what I'm saying? So I understand what you're saying, and and it's because of my it's because of that thing that lit that lit because I say I said what I wanted, I have my standards, and I'm like, listen, listen here, because he's a mama's boy. I ain't going for your shit. Yeah, I ain't going for your shit. But he's a mama's boy, and I'm like, listen, your mother is not gonna come in here and tell me how to run my household. That's right. right. You know what that's I'm right. saying? She's not gonna di- because hello. When you were a child all your life, she put you in the back seat in a chair. So it's her turn to go in the back seat. You can love your mother. I'm not telling you to be against your mom. I'm not telling you to choose her over me. But what I'm saying is, this is my motherfucking house. And she's not going to tell me how to run my house. She she had her time. She had her time to raise her kids. Let let you raise your kids. Let let your mama be a grandmother. Can I say this, though? Can I say this with that statement? That's a problem that's going on in America wholeheartedly where a lot of parents still be trying to run their 30-year-old adult's life. Yeah, let your, let your boy be... We know that these uh, mother-in-laws out here were motherfucking Tatiana's and fucking Bussets back in the day, and now they're trying to put that heat on me. I don't fucking think so, okay? And that's what I was talking about live when I was talking about my daddy and shit. Like, he went out and adopted two kids where if it was the other foot around or the other race... Mm-hmm. He would have came and he would have came and took my son 
and it helped me speed up the process to get myself together. You know what I'm saying? But or, you know, but that, but that ain't what we got. You know, we get it on, get it on the other foot, or you get it from other families where they want to step in on situations that don't even need to be stepped in on. By the time people want to step in on my situation, shit, I was good. I'm like, yeah, I don't right, need y'all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't you hate that shit though? Yeah. But when you were going through it and could have used the big up, and I saw some, you know, motherfucker, where those motherfuckers at? You know what I mean? And that's why we, yeah. when we talk about being in the game, you had your son right there beside you on the sofa playing the game with us. That's what I'm saying. This is, so when we give you that, when, 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 so like when your friend would say he don't believe um, black males can raise kids, it's not that. You got to, a lot of black women try to use kids as a fucking objective. A object. And uh, 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 a thing that you want to manipulate and hurt another person with. And you, I, I, I saw this thing a couple of months ago where this lady killed her kid, had the dad on the phone talking about, yeah, I put him in the oven or some shit. And what? Right, and she was like, yeah, I seen that. I and, seen and his, the baby kept crying, put the baby in the damn in the oven. Come on there, and look, his dumb ass didn't call the police. They charged his dumb ass too. He's supposed to get charged. Cause let me tell you something. Once you told me, cause you threatened to put my kid in the oven, I'm over that bitch like I got a teleport machine. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That he would have been in the oven. Okay. Go ahead and make a point, and then I want to say what I want to say. Now go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying about that, like with these, with these parents, and, and you know how people take kids and use them. I, I'm just referring back to what. Um, your co-host was saying about it. I just want to tell them, sometimes kids are used in a manner that makes the dude walk away. He don't want to walk away, but he got no choice. It's for his well-being. He'll say, let me see the kid when he adult. And I'll explain to him about his mama then. See, I don't feel like it needs to be done like that. Yeah, I don't feel like it need to be either. You need to do co-parenting, and you need to let your child know that you're doing the best that you can do. And and this is what's going on. The same thing I did with my son. I told you we ain't had no we ain't had no child support or nothing going on exactly. because I felt like I I want to need to put her on child support or for the. That's for white people. For many, yeah, that's a, that's some bullshit. Years, I was told to put you know the father of my kids on child support. I said no, I'm not gonna fucking do it. You know why? Because I'm not gonna <laughs> fucking do it. And then if you don't pay it, they want to suspend his license. What good is that gonna do him if he has to go to work and make money? Explain that. To That's me. right. That's right. I ain't gonna stop what they got going on. So exactly. I'm, I'm still my baby. My baby's still gonna be taken care of. You got me fucked up. And now going back to the whole uh, thing where the the woman put the baby in the oven couldn't be my child because I would have been over there in five seconds. Now this is a, a bit off topic, but this is referring to the the baby that's in the oven, right? Right. I was talking about with, with one of my friends, Trayvon Martin. If that okay. would have been my son. Oh, I would have killed Zimmerman. I'm sorry. Now they're talking about they're gonna kill Takashi Six Nine for snitching. What makes me mad about these motherfuckers in the street? Oh, so you gonna kill Takashi Six Nine, but you ain't gonna kill George Zimmerman? They got the wrong. Oh, they got they, they got priorities fucked up out here. That's what I was talking about. Like, let me tell you something. So the the the, the man killed Trayvon Martin. Mm-hmm. Now that go back to my son. Couldn't be me. He looked like a he looked like a straight thug every day of the week because he looked and dressed and walked like his motherfucking daddy. But if you look him in the face, he got them soft as pudding. But you know you got the society that judge you before you get there. So just of how you looking, you know how you rolling, 
you already being judged and it, it can go the wrong way and just like you said now it went the wrong way this scary motherfucker done killed this young ass boy that didn't have a life and all y'all motherfuckers over here concentrating on killing killing this other boy right. on 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 saving his own ass because that's what happened it was too many people with hands in the pot making money and his dumb ass got caught they know he shouldn't have had nothing in the first place because he the hottest fucking face moving but instead of them taking all his product they let him run around with all this other product and then he get caught and then he tell on everybody else it don't matter who he told on he he bought all the product in the first place he bought it all he was already, y'all stupid motherfucker. he was already a fed and what I'm trying to tell them is <laughs> anybody could look at that dude and say, oh, look, when they got Jim Jones on the re- on the red on the uh, phone on the on the uh, on the wiretap, he already telling them niggas, yo, your man ain't real. I can't even believe y'all fucking with this motherfucker. Yo, you already know he's fool. What are y'all doing? Cause let me just say, ain't no bloods and nothing gonna have motherfuckers, all that fruity color in your mouth. All that shit in your hair and you banging? Where they do that at? <laughs> Let me tell you something. The the old G's don't I ain't gonna say no names, but my one of my tight homeboys that, you know, he ain't around here right now. He not dead or nothing, but he just ain't around here. But you know, the whole world said that he was a snitch. Now he never snitched on anything that my team had moving and going on, but that ain't got nothing to do with other motherfuckers' teams. So like I always told them, you know, he, he when he rolled with my crew. You know he, he play his fucking part because he know he know he know the the circumstances of if shit go wrong what could happen what could happen exactly but, exactly That's- but other people put on the terms when they was rolling together they didn't put on the table what could happen so they let this motherfucker do whatever he want to yep. do while he a part of their camp yep. and then want to come back and say how the nigga snitching and da 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 like I told them. You know, y'all can touch them if you want to touch them for what y'all got going on. You know, you can roll up and do what you got to do, you know. But on the same circumstance, just remember that the nigga was part of y'all crew first. So even before he decided to move on and about, y'all should have took care of that. Yeah. And can I tell these motherfuckers this right here? Now, let me just say this. Now, look, I ain't going to have no weak links in the team. I ain't going to have no loans on the team. I'm only have positive individuals. If you negative, we already not going to have you there around. If you a hothead, you can't be down. If you can't follow directions, you can't be down. If you can't do two things at once, you can't be down. See, I got a lot of things to tell you that you can't be down. Not for no real shit. No. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you know, even like, on top of that, like, like when you move... It's like I always say, if you're a real original gangster OG and your team is so strong and like if you really street, you will have people fearing you to the point where they wouldn't even tell. Look at look at this nigga, that nigga Osama Bin Laden, man. Nobody wanted to give him up. They knew better than that shit. That's how Exactly. That's how he, he hiding in a hole and they still scared to get his motherfucker up. Exactly. That's how they they ready they ready to die for him before he come out that hole. You know what I'm saying? And that's all I was saying. That same shit I'm saying right there. And you know, look at six nine and tell that nigga was gonna tell. His raps were trash. But listen, what they told me though, y'all. <laughs> they told me that the motherfucker can get out and make music, and the millennial motherfucker. Was just... That's a damn. Oh. Oh yeah, he still got a following. They like that. They have entire pages, entire pages 
that say free Takashi 69 because that's the new millennium. But Takashi, I want to interview come on all things entertainment. I'm gonna write you a letter. We want to know some things. I want to interview Takashi 69. That's my goal for all things entertainment. Well, look, I want to be there when you do it because I got a few questions. I'm gonna keep it, I'm gonna keep it 100 with him if he comes because I'm just gonna tell him, look, dog, we understand. But look, though, you did send them hitters after Chief Keith. I ain't been, like, you were, like, some of the shit you were stitching on, you were 150 down with the shit. Yeah, that's what he told, that's what he told the fans. He's like, hell yeah, I did it. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about, bro. Motherfuckers owning up to their shit. And that's the kind of nigga, that's what I'm talking about. That's the same kind of nigga that was, where if he did do it, he gonna, he gonna, he done owned up to it in front of your face. Like, yeah, I told on y'all, and that's why I told on y'all. You see what I'm saying? So, if motherfucker ain't do nothing, they know why. Like, you know, they got the nigga caught up in some shit, and the, and the nigga got knocked off, and ain't nobody want to go bail him out. They know that's wrong. Look, though, now that's, look, look, that's certain. Look, man, look, look everything ain't snitching like your, your, your snitch code. Then let's re-rock that a little bit. You see your neighbor get killed, there's no need to keep your mouth closed. That's some dumb shit. You know what I'm talking about? There's a certain ethic, Nixie. Look, when we say don't snitch, we mean we were going to get two birds, big dog, and the shit went wrong. That's what we're talking about. Hold that down, nigga. You know? Yeah, that's 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 part of your personal mistake. Yes. Yeah, you knew what you was involved in before you got in it. They knew, but here's the thing. He definitely, he definitely snitched out of spite because they fucked his baby mama and they set him up with a gun while he was in Puerto Rico filming. Man, let me just say this right here. Just the fact that we saw his baby mama thotting herself in four of the people's videos and shit on the bed and shit, getting done dirty and shit. We wanted to tell her and shit. You thought that gave you clout? That only proved what we all knew. Not to kiss you, because you got everybody dick in your mouth. Come on. I try to tell my sister that, and she's like, no, she said some sad story about when they went to Dubai and 6 9 beat her up. I'm like, why she on Vlad TV doing interviews? She needs to be loyal. If that was my baby daddy, it don't matter what goes on in the house. You ain't supposed to be telling, you know, what goes Thank on in the you. house in, in the public eye. Like, if he's, if he's famous, hell no, I'm not going on Vlad TV to make money. No. And even if I am, no. We got a kid together. When you have a kid together, this is what I say. For all my, my fellas listening and for all my women listening. Come on. Once you choose to lay down with a person and you have a kid with them, you make them your equal. So if they're a piece of shit, guess what? You're a piece of shit. Thank you. And, the child. and if you go on on bad TV, you're supposed to big him up. He'll be out soon. Yep. None of those bullshit stories you were telling. None of that... Kick the dicks out your mouth, telling none of that shit. I don't believe anything she was saying, frankly. I'm sorry. It looked like she was on drugs, but that's just me. I wouldn't doubt it. I always told her if y'all go look at that video, get the strap with 50 Cent, motherfucking uh, Casanova, motherfucker. Who's your other man? Damn, my damn, um, Uncle Murder, and they on that shit. Rapping and shit. When that nigga six nine do his part sitting in a police car, that's there's bullet shots all coming at him. You see what I'm saying? Swizzing by him. Now why the other niggas in this video ain't got no bullets whizzing by him? That should tell you everything about this nigga. Shit. I think because the nigga the nigga's crazy. Like he said, ever since his father got killed in front of him in the street, 
he decided he wanted to be the bad guy so that he never have to hurt like that again. I gotta be honest with it. I look him in his face, man. If anybody believe that dude is hard, yo. <laughs> It's not, it's not that he's hard. I think he just doesn't give a fuck. After his dad died. Yeah, he ain't hard. No, nah, he's hard from hard. He's like, I'm talking about shit, CC. I've been around those type of individuals that ain't got nothing to give a fuck about. That nigga got too pretty of a damn face. I'm sorry. That nigga's a pretty motherfucker. Nah, that nigga like that nigga in New Jack City that we put, that we stabbed in the hand. You know, Brown Smith. I don't know. I, be, I believe whoever Takashi is, I believe that's who he is because... When I saw the video of him fighting the Aryan brothers in the prison, that told me everything I needed to know. When he was still in jail telling them to suck his D or whatever, that says this goes further than just trolling online. This is how this man really is. Oh, yeah. He's he's all about starting shit. But that goes against what his girl was saying on Bad. Because remember, on Bad, she told us that this nigga was a choir boy. That nigga didn't know how to bust her. This is her word. She was calling that niggas a bitch and saying that that nigga, his whole image, his whole everything is fake from the jump. Well, we know that he used to be a church boy back in the day before his father died. And I believe that he is a kind person because when he was out, he was going to Mexico. He was going to Puerto Rico. He was handing out money to... Uh, the people in poverty. So I believe that side of him. Yeah. Hey, y'all told you, his record label re-signed him for four albums. Uh-huh. Can y'all believe that shit again? This, this man... Oh, he's gonna have full support when he comes out. Yeah. Man, I'm scared. Because, see, you know what kind of president that's saying, though, y'all? That president... See, you know what, though? I would want to be there on your interview, but we gotta have some disclaimers for the people at home. You know, because... We're not condoning you snitching and you getting off the hook. That, that, because look, if you did the dirt, you should be willing to do what comes with it. That's what we say. You signed up. It, it is what. Sometimes I could have signed up for some shit and I didn't sign up. That's all I'm saying. Fuck around. You got to know. Here's, here's my whole thing. Why I'm signing with six nine. Okay. I understand why he did it. I understand why he did it. Now, would I personally have done it? No. I would have definitely accepted my responsibility, my part of what I did. Can I ask you this question? And the other stuff, I would have been like, I don't know. You gotta ask them, not me. Okay, now that's where we at with it right there. See, you you cut from the same cloth we cut from, because that's where I met with it. I'm going to only be able to speak on the shit that I know. I can't, like, that extra shit that he was doing, when he started spilling shit, like, he was spilling tea and he had to spill. That's what I'm saying. Like, some of that tea you were dropping. Yo, did you hear some of the numbers this niggas got? What do you mean? Um, the people that he um, snitched on, when I say they numbers, I'm talking about they got football numbers. Some of them niggas got 30 years, 15 years, 26 years, 37. From the transcript and from watching the court case, he only, he only talked about what was presented as evidence. Like if they already had it on film, then yeah, he came out and spoke about it. If they had wiretaps on it, then yeah, he came out and spoke about it. But it wasn't Takashi who originally started snitching. They tried to get one of the girls that was in the same label with him and Treyway, and she refused to snitch. I think it was uh, the Alexis girl, whatever that. That was with Fetty Wap. She tried to get her to snitch, and she refused to snitch. And then some other girl, she refused to snitch. The first one who started snitching was 
Shoddy. Shoddy was the one who started snitching. All they did was ask him questions like, oh, so do you know Cardi B? He's like, I don't really know her, but she be around. It was questions like that. It was the interviewers that they were asking questions. He wasn't just giving up information the way the media is making it seem. Oh, no, no, I mean. At they, first, at they, first they, I was mad as hell. Okay. I was mad as hell because I was like, oh, he's trying my girl Cardi B. So I got to read this transcript and I got to see what the fuck's going on. And it wasn't like how the media puts it, you know? Like, they need to say the truth of what really happened in court. Uh, uh, so let me ask you this question then. So are you saying that it's fine for him to come out after doing... Is it fine for him to do... Is it... I'm, I'm saying... All I'm saying is I understand why he did it. Me personally, it's not, it's not a choice of mine. If you choose that lifestyle, you know what comes with it. So handle your... Thank you. Thank you. But at the... Um, Oh yeah, but at the same time, he's got to understand. Takashi, Daniel Hernandez, whatever your name is, once you get out, you're gonna get violated automatically. Automatically. They're gonna get violated, and anytime that he get locked up, he's gonna get violated, or he's going straight to CP. You know what I'm saying? Oh, boss night. Uh, and, and I understand what. When she puts it in that perspective, when you tell it like that, I respect what you're saying. Now, on the fact when he do but get out, they gave they gave him so much money right. that he gonna have he gonna have bodyguards for the rest of his life. Of course, they have bodyguards for the rest of his life. But if I hear a motherfucker real digger listening to his music, we gonna violate them too. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> what they say. Shit, me, you can't do that, man. You can't promote this. Look. Let me tell y'all some shit, man. I remember one time, I give y'all two scenarios, man. Uh, I know a dude that was in the store when most folks were shoplifting and shit, right? And uh, they grabbed him up first and not his man. You know what I'm talking about? So when they grabbed him up, they asked, he didn't have shit, but they asked him to point out everything that his man took, right? So when he did this shit inadvertently, guess what he did? He put himself in the shit. He won't. That's right. Yep. yep. That's right. Cause he could have said he don't Thank know. You. He ain't got nothing to do with that shit, and they would have let him walk out the motherfucking store. But instead, he done end up being an accomplice plus the motherfucker doing it, and they probably didn't even get his man. And they didn't get his man. That's what I'm telling. So guess who rolled the charges? Oh, he rolled them charges. Niggas do it every day, nigga. When when you standing outside with forty niggas and the police pulled up and forty niggas run, if wherever you standing, you might as well stay where you are because if you decide to run with them for any apparent reason, whatever they were running for, you're gonna be charged with it. Compared to you could have stood right there, you could have had a crack full of a uh, crack full of goddamn jitters, and 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 the only thing they wanted to do was know your name and walk off, and they still worried about the motherfuckers that ran off on them. Um. That's a whole nother podcast, so. <laughs> Look, that's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I know that's Freestyle yeah. Friday, but that's a whole nother pod. <laughs> they had, um, <laughs> everybody started running after him. That was fucking hilarious. You just reminded me of that. You see what I'm saying? I be that motherfucker still sitting there on the green box like, 
Shit, that yeah, they ran from your ass. They must be scared of police. Well, let me tell you something. That was like when I was I, I ain't got I ain't got no warrants though. No, no. That was just like when I was a teenager and you know how to jump out, motherfuckers would come through the neighborhood with the track star Blake in the, in the back seat. Look, I remember he could ride through oh, the yeah. fence and shit. And yeah, run, 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 run. And nobody would run because everybody knew if your ass ran, you were guilty of stuff. And they screaming and shit. Run! Just come football tackle the hell out of you with the super knee. Yeah, some motherfuckers just like to see themselves run and they fast enough to get away every time. But if you that motherfucker gonna get slammed on your head, I, I I say don't do it. I say don't do it. It ain't worth for that super slam. That super slam that you hurt for that, three days. That motherfucker been running in the police gym for the for the last three years. And, and he don't smoke or drink. So you know what? His lungs is ready to operate. Boy, look, 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 look. He get a bonus for every nigga he slammed. What you mean? What you mean? Oh, yeah. they. Oh, yeah. They taking selfies and all type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking can't. Ah, I'm telling you. Uh, uh, let me ask you a question. Um, where you from to the, the new co-host joining us? Oh, I'm right here. I'm right here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, so let me ask you guys a question because I had metal detectors going to school in New York in high school. Do you guys get metal detectors? We did. We had only. Oh, I'm about to say only certain schools actually had them. Only so a couple of schools did have them. Well, yeah, what I mean, like yeah, yeah, but 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 not but but not like how y'all had them though. No, but we had a sheriff in every building though. We had a sheriff. You still had the police coming through with their police dogs. Um, you had motherfucking police following you for no reason during the day of doing your regular day of trying to go to class and shit. Like they they treat they treat they treat high schoolers like criminals while you trying to learn. <laughs> uh uh-huh. What my friend says is wherever there's children, there's criminals. <laughs> hey, and he ain't never lied. I keep trying to tell everybody, I'm like, kids. Kids are adults at like eight or nine. That's when they smart kick in. When they smart kick in, man, shit. Well, depending on what their IQ is, depending on what they're capable of. <laughs> they building bombs and all kind of shit. Man. They worried about the wrong age group. <laughs> Come on now. Word up, bro. That's why I said my youngest years, I used to ride around with like 40 guns in the car. <laughs> uh, you, you gonna catch me now doing that shit? Yeah, you gonna catch me now doing that shit? You gonna catch me now doing that shit? But if you ask me the kind of shit I used to do, I used to do some crazy ass shit. <laughs> some of the stuff just for shits and giggles, but it was crazy stuff. Man, I remember. Yeah, I remember that's just how we live. The night before they had trash days, oh my god, we would just roll around every single block in Florida, knocking down all the trash cans. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> Tearing up people's shit. Tearing up people's when shit. Children, there's criminals. <laughs> That's why when I see something or something gets stolen, I'm like, it had to be a child. It had to. Be. It had to be. I told bro, like six months ago, my car got broken into. Right? Okay. I got, I got all this, I got all this different shit in my car that you know is worth a lot of money. But when they went in my car, only thing they took was all my change. They took a portable charger, and they took a pair of headphones. That's children. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so glad the doors are locked. They'd have broke my window for that shit. I'd have been mad as hell. <laughs> 
damn kids, and that's just because they asked their parents for it, and their parents ain't give it to them. Damn, man, they, I, my kids can have all the goddamn change I got. I don't give a damn if I've been saving it for 20 years, and I'm about to roll it up. Take it. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Take it. You can all have right, it. Well, it's been good talking to you guys. Thank you guys for being on the podcast yes it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure cc nice meeting you too we're gonna do this more often because we already told bro we got to be more consistent with his podcast um for your white for your for your uh caucasian homeboy that want to be a rapper i can give him some beats and see how he do you know what i'm saying he got no delivery yet he got no delivery hey it's all right i'm part of the a and r we got ghost riders and everything so you know Cause I listen, I'm thirty. I'm thirty-one. I can out-rap him any fucking day. Um, oh yeah, he got yeah, he got to tighten up. I, and I'm from New York. He got to tighten up. You know, New York is the home of hip hop, so you gotta come correct. Yeah, that's where it started at. So he got to come with them bars. Exactly. Or I'm gonna totally shit on him. Cause all I used to do in high school. Yeah. Was freestyle battle. That's all I used to do. I don't know. I don't know if you're familiar it's with Jackie Battle. There you go. You know, Hollow the Don. You said for me, well, who? Hollow the Don was one of yeah. the guys I used to be around when I was in high school for Smack URL. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about Hollow. Yeah, so, so what I'm saying is, homie, gotta come correct. But it was nice talking to you guys. Maybe next time we'll talk about some hip hop. You know, I gotta get some hip hop topics on here. We got to. Hey, you bring it to the table. We talk about it all night. You see Hood Life Entertainment over here. I'm over here working on a beat right now. I know you gotta go. And I, I, what I gotta do is we gotta. Uh, we're gonna exchange uh, information so that we can get those topics uh, in play before we come. Come on. All right. Well, I was on live today. <clears throat> Follow me at Barbarian Princess MMA on Instagram, and uh, I do live podcast videos. I also do them on YouTube. So just follow me on Instagram. Any time of the day you want to podcast, just message me beforehand, and I know I'm on, I'm in there like swimwear. All right. Say that. Say the name of the Instagram again. It's that for me. It's- <clears throat> is Barbarian Princess MMA. I'm about to get off. Did you get that? All right, I got that. Appreciate that. All things entertainment. Y'all have a good night. Uh, boss night, are we going to keep it going or are we going to conclude right here? I said we got a couple folks. Oh, come on. Oh, we can go ahead and clip it right there. You know what I mean? We had a good talk right there. I just added you on my Instagram. Follow me back. Come on. Come on. That's how we do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We're doing a podcast tomorrow if y'all want. That's what it is. (laughs) That's what it is. That's what it is. Good night. Good night, all. Boss Night signing out.